0: Becky Hill, good morning and thanks for joining us on Beat today.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me. How are
0: you? We're not too bad. It's a bit of a miserable day here ahead of the long weekend. But sure, look, we'll survive. We'll survive. I want to talk about the latest single, Heaven on My Mind, OK? It's a, it's another banger. It's what you're known for. And it's flying up the Irish charts here at the moment, um, doing really, really well. I read, though, that when you wrote it, uh, you weren't in, in the best place, but yet it's such an uplifting and happy song. Can kind of positivity come from the darker places?
1: I'd definitely have said so. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a rough year for me last year, but I um, this when this song was sent to me, it was kind of in a completed form, and then um, me and my best friend Emily ek rewrote the verses and we added this crowd vocal onto the end that you'll hear in the track, and um, and yeah, it it was what was so refreshing. I mean, firstly, I loved the melody of the chorus, and I'd never heard anything so kind of sing songy. Mm. Um, the way it's almost nursery rhyme in that in that chorus the way the the, the melody is um, but yeah it helped me through a lot of um, dark times last year and I feel like now the whole world is going through a dark time Um then hopefully other people can find some solace in it as well.
0: Mm. You mentioned Eminem E.K. E. K. there. I mean, he's very much man of the moment with, with his own track as well. But a lot of people don't realise just how many songs, like yourself, he's kind of been involved in with all the Jack Jones stuff and, you know, other Segala st- stuff as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, me and him had our first number one together about four years ago, um, where we'd written Overdrive by Oliver Heldens. Um, and we just wasn't, we weren't really expecting that to be as big as it was. Mm um but people don't really know eminem k's been having number ones for years
0: yeah
1: like he's he's one of the most well respected and youngest producers that I've ever worked with mm. you know I met him when I was 18 and he was 17 years old in our first writing session we wrote my first single which got me signed to my first record de- de- label Amazing. you know the what Emanike has done for me in my career has has been incredible mm. I've got a lot to thank him for actually
0: and you're still close you hang out when you can
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw him not so long ago, actually. There's there's a song that me and my friend wrote that he cannot stop listening to at the moment, which he's like, please, please let me record your vocals for this, Becky. And I'm like, oh, OK, OK. So. Um, so, yeah, he's still he's still my best friend and I, I, I have so much love for him.
0: Uh, the other thing about having On My Mind, uh, which I love when i following you on social media, is uh, people's own interpretation when it comes to dance. And at TikTok, it's really, really taken off. I mean, that must give you quite a lot of joy when you open up TikTok and you see all these people putting their own spin on on your work.
1: Yeah, it's a bit mad, actually. There's, um, Yeah, it, it, it's weird to see how many people have connected with the song as well. Um, so yeah that's always lovely to see
0: I always get a bit depressed opening up TikTok though because people are such good dancers and I, I have two left feet so
1: <laughs> May you and me both
0: um, the album is coming the debut album um, what can you tell us about that at the moment
1: it is it has taken me about eight or nine years to write Well, wow. um, and I think people will see quite a different side to me on that album. I think for a long time, people may have thought, you know, whether I'm just, I'm somebody that writes and sings summer songs or, or something to dance to or whatever. Whereas, with my album, I really feel like people get to see a side of me as well. And it's not like I've just filled the album with, oh, this song isn't good enough to be a single, so we'll just whack it on the album. Mm. I've actually really taken some time to create a body, like a classic body of work that, you know, when I first started writing this, albums were still very prevalent. And, you know, people bought physical records, like the olden days. And now, you know, now people just want to hear singles, mm. you know, people don't want to hear, listen to a body of work anymore. And I, and hopefully, you know, that'll, that'll start to change. And hopefully with my album, people will, people will really connect with it. As, a, as an entirety, not just the singles themselves.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you've been involved in, you know, pretty much every banger for the last five years through working with MK and Sagala and all that kind of thing. But when it's your name over it, are you more invested in kind of streaming numbers, chart positions, that kind of thing?
1: Um, I try not to get caught too caught up with numbers because I actually don't think they mean a lot. Um and especially the way that you know people are like, oh my god, you've got so many streams. I'm like, yeah, that's probably that's probably put one pound eighty into my bank account. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that stuff doesn't really, um, it doesn't like. I, I I don't really know. Oh, I've been added to a playlist that has 1.5 million followers. I have no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to envision 1.5 million anything. So it, that that side of it, I try not to get too caught up in. But I, I do like to know how well it is doing in the charts. I think you know when you put when you put one of your musical babies out into the world, you you do try and you do hope that they grow in the best sorts of ways. So mm. yeah, it does um, a lot. Of-
0: I know you're probably sick of talking about lockdown. We all are. It's it's been a tough few months for everybody and and it's not over yet but are you at the stage now where you are just dying to perform and see some faces in front of you, some smiling faces jumping up and down?
1: Yeah, massively. You know, and the whole climate of gigs is, is changing. You know, the offers that we have had through the door have been like come and watch a performance sat in your car or... Come and stand on a platform mm. where you're not near anybody else, um, and watch a performance. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know. I don't know how people are going to adapt to this new new way of mm. partying to mm. people that they want to see live. Um, So it's going to be an interesting few months. Mm.
0: I mean, I find personally, there's so many great songs out this year and I'm like, I want to be out dancing to that song, whether it's Rain On Me or Heaven On My Mind or something like that. And I just have to dance in my living room, which is sad. Just me and my cats. Oh, well, I think you're not the only one. I I do that as well. (laughs) Uh, I just want to touch very quickly because you're you're moving into the audio space as well away from music and your podcast has really taken off, The the Art of Rave. Uh, Is that something that's a real passion project for you?
1: Massively, I absolutely adore that podcast. And you know what i don't I don't really see anybody else kind of have being a pop star and also trying to be a podcast presenter as well. so it's yeah. it's it's a really nice string to add to my bow. Yeah. Um, and not only that, like I love what we're talking about. I love listening to rave stories. I love you know, hearing old old stories about, oh, I was at this rave once and this happened and then we went there and, mm. you know, nobody had it on film because f- mobile phones weren't a thing back then, you know, and especially because I was born in 94, you know, it, I've always felt like I've missed out on the best years of rave. And mm. I thought, who better to talk to about this than the people that were there? Mm. So I've had some incredible... Um, guests on like Pete Tong and Andy C and DJ Zinc and it's been absolutely fascinating mm.
0: I so f- I'm, very,
1: I'm very glad I've done that.
0: I nearly fell off the chair yesterday when I saw that Pete Tong was 60 unbelievable you know these you know. Yes. It's phenomenal
1: yeah he's incredible and I, I was doing the I the Classics um, tour with him, and that's kind of what sparked off the whole idea. Uh, whole idea really, mm. um, and he's so lovely. Like he was so willing to be a part of the podcast, and mm. you know, so yeah, good. Good. I would recommend it to anybody who either feels like they've missed out on the golden era of rave or feel like the golden era of rave has gone. Mm. Um, it's very interesting.
0: The Art of Rave, you can find it where you find your podcasts. Okay, a uh, single, as we said, heaven on my mind. Do we have a, a kind of rough timeline on album when we can expect it, Becky? It'll be um,
1: the beginning of next year, I'd yeah. have said. Um, nobody obviously can tour at the moment, yeah. so um, we're trying to put a tour in at the... Um, halfway through next year so people can actually come and they've listened to the album and now they can see it live Hmm. Um, so that's really exciting Um, and it's it's getting finished up now and I feel like it's really really close to being being you know out there so I'm super happy
0: Amazing. Well, we look forward to having you back in Ireland really really soon and maybe having a bit of a party. Yes,
1: please.
0: <laughs> uh, continued success and thanks so much for your time today, Becky.
1: Bless you. No, thank you so much for your time as well and thank you for supporting the single. I really hope you have a lovely weekend. Thank Cheers. you so much.
0: Cheers, guys. Thanks a million.
1: Bye. This is Beat.